How do you unleash your inner sensual goddess? What is up, sapiosexuals? Thank you for turning on Sex in South Beach with your girl, Dr. Sanjaya, America's sex educator. So the sex situation we're getting into today is all about discovering your sensuality. And here to help us on that journey is the Dragoness, aka Sarah Farge, a highly successful professional creative baddie. Hell yeah. She works full-time as a global art director for America's healthiest grocery store, Whole Foods Market, and has been a professional belly dancer since the age of 13. Now, I have known Sarah for several years, and I can tell you from firsthand experience, she has got to be one of the sexiest, most sensual creatures that has ever walked this earth. There's no way you are going to cross paths with Dragoness and not feel something go zing. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here, Dragoness. I'm so happy to have you. It's such an honor to be here on my favorite show, Sanjaya. I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good to see you. You look fantastic. So tell us a little bit about your journey to becoming the sensual baddie. Do you think everyone, like they, we all have this inner sensual side that we can tune into? 100%, yes. Awesome, awesome. So if you're someone who has like not been intimate with anyone for years and you're home and alone and feeling bad about yourself, we're here to tell you, you do have that inner sensual goddess or God deep down inside of you. And Dragoness is going to help us unleash it today. I'm super excited. So what was your journey to becoming such a badass sensuality stimulator? Because that really is what you are. Every time I'm with you and we're around people, there is no way people don't get vibes. They're like, um, this is so sensual. This energy is so rich. So how did this happen? Did you just wake up? This is how you were born or what happened? Thank you, Sanjaya. It's so sweet. Um, I definitely, I think I was born actually kind of a little bit like that. <laughs> and then things change. You grow up and you get exposure to things and you pick up insecurities. So you lose some of that zest when you're a newborn. Um, I definitely was uh, dancing and, and ex very curious as a child since i was two i would pretend to strip like with pillows and and you know my parents would just let me do it and you know they would they would actually encourage it like you know put on a show for us and then i grew up and you know you get in you go to school and you get in you know insecurities and i was definitely more um shape curvy you know as a as a middle school high school girl is at first i i was so insecure at that point in my life. I had never dated. I hadn't even like kissed anybody at in, in high school. So like opposite, you, like you can't even recognize who I was before I discovered my sensuality in belly dancing. Um, and you know, my mom tried to like saw me kind of suffer at 
public events. Like if we went to a wedding or we went to like a function, I wouldn't really dance. I'd be like really insecure. And she suggested that I take belly dancing classes. And I was so like insecure. I couldn't even go to a public class. So she had to like hire me a private teacher. And after the first class, like the liveliness that I felt was like undescribable. And I signed up for a bunch more and I ended up going to the public classes and ended up being part of her actual dance troupe. And I became a full-time belly dancer from that point on. And it totally changed my confidence and self-esteem and comfortability in my body and my skin that, you know, I continue to, to use and evolve till today. Awesome. Awesome. So your parents did have a big impact. You were raised in a family that was pretty open or liberal, you know, and they understood that, um, like, just born this way, Jessica Rabbit, right? (laughs) They're like, okay, our daughter was just born this way. So let's, let's, you know, be her audience, let her encourage her to do a show. Right. And, and also encourage you to really reach your potential in that area. What a cool mom, huh? They're amazing parents. They're the best. Very, very cool. So how did you go from being a belly dance performer to becoming a sensuality teacher? That's a great question. Um, it, I, performed for many years and was a student for many years. I still think I'm a student. I still think there's always so much to learn. I'm always uh, trying new arts and um, trying different ways of movements too. I don't just do belly dancing. I think it's really important to um, continue to challenge yourself through movements and whether I I do a lot of yoga and um, different kinds of stretching and pole and Lyra, um, all of that helps to give you material so that you can share all of your learnings with with students. And um, as I grew up and was with that company for many years, I decided I wanted to go independent. Tell me how you felt, like once you became comfortable belly dancing, how did that transform the way you felt about yourself sensually? I just felt more beautiful and more comfortable and more understanding of my figure and um, would wear, you know, I think that's one of the beautiful things about belly dancing is we express ourselves in our costumes and not just, you know, through movement, but we're also doing it through our appearances too, which just again, gives you a more like jolt and boost of esteem and this vibrancy of feeling very self-aware. In high school, there was like one year we had a Halloween and I wore like my, you know, I was like, this is me. This is me outside of work. I'm good outside of school. I'm going to come and wear my costume that I professionally wear. And it was too much for the school. It was so, it was too much for the school. I got like instantly took to the principal's office. They called my mother. They were like, did you see your daughter this morning? You know, but truthfully, my mom was like, she's more covered up than the cheerleaders. You know, I was wearing like a Cleopatra costume, but it was just too, it was too exotic for that school. It was not that it was provocative, not necessarily that there was like cleavage or like your ass hanging out. It was just too sensual looking for them. And um, my mom said, no, she, there's nothing wrong with what she's wearing. She's staying at school. It's an energy that just ends up coming out because this is, you're a flower and you're, you're blooming. So it just like some people get uncomfortable by that bright light. And that's 
you that's yeah. okay. So. Right it sounds a lot like you know me being a professor at the medical school and a sexologist. Yeah. They're like, huh, that one. It just really makes a lot of people uncomfortable. <laughs> like yeah. that you're actually gonna incorporate this sense that we're all born in, these right. these characteristics that you know, that were in our parents' belly before, you know, before we ever came out, but somehow we're supposed to repress them. Now that we're out in the world, we're supposed to repress them because the principal or the teachers or whoever is not in touch with their sensual side. Exactly. And thinking about that makes them so uncomfortable. Yeah. It sounds a little bit though, when you talk about your transformation, from before belly dancing to after, it almost sounds a little, and you're talking about the costumes and all that, a little like role-playing. Yeah. Like, like you're role-playing. And I, I'm, I, I often endorse role-playing because what it does is it takes us out of our everyday, you know, the everyday grind. You're not like, you know, you're not thinking about work. You're not thinking about um, all of these other competing responsibilities that you might yes. have because now you're, even Beyonce does it. Like when she goes on stage, she's Sasha Fierce. Yes. She's not Beyonce as a performer. She's Beyonce in real life, but Sasha Fierce on stage. She has to get into that role. And so what I hear you saying is when you get into the role of being a belly dancer um, or anything, whatever that path, that door is for different people. But when you when you are really able to fully embody it and embrace it, then um, it also really enhances and ignites. It sparks your your own sense of sensuality. Totally. Yeah. It's totally like an alter ego. And which is why, like, I have a, I have a state, you know, that's why I go by Dragoness. I, I don't identify myself as the same, you know, when I'm, when I'm in my zone, it, it is kind of like something else is taking over and, and there is another, uh, another character kind of made up and that's okay. It's kind of, it's, it's nice to play. And you said the magic word for me is play because I think that the world, I always say there's 8 million couches where you can go and complain about your sex life or complain about your partner. Yes. But where do we learn how to play and yes. evolve our sensuality and sexuality and, you know, the natural connection that we think about is the more sensual we become or the more we're in tune with our sensual side, then that will help us have better sexual experiences. A hundred percent. Because we know sensuality and sexuality aren't really the same thing. They're connected, yes. but they're not the same. And I think that it sounds like sensuality comes first. Is that, yeah. is that? Yeah. 100%. When you can find that path to really harness your sensuality, then you can be more comfortable expressing your sexuality. Exactly right. I do think that you can be sensual and, you know, enjoy the senses is really what the sensuality is, just being in tune with all of your senses, touch, taste. I mean, your brand is built off of sensuality and sense. True. My brand yeah. is all about naturally, like I say, we have yes. this experience, a 15 minute experience that we do a date night special mm -hmm. where we ignite, you know, we ignite your, your sense of desire yes. through the yes. five senses. And I always say everything's available at Whole Foods because Whole Foods makes people feel comfortable. Like, yes. oh, if I'm buying something here and so right. I say, yes, just buying, you know, this ginger or, you know, this essential oil, like you can just go to Whole Foods and get this yeah. stuff. Yeah, a hundred percent. And just, it doesn't, you know, it, you don't have to like compartmentalize, like I'm only going to be sensual when I'm belly dancing, or I'm only going to be sensual, like when I'm having sex or it doesn't have to be like just for 
something sexy. It can be something like you're walking in nature and you're feeling the the earth under your sneakers and all the leaves and the trees. It, it That's sensuality as well. And embodying that more and more on a regular basis is ultimately going to give you highest pleasure uh, throughout your life. And the more that we do that and more that, that we exercise being more sensual, it'll be more effortless in more things that we do. You'll feel it when you're cooking. You'll feel it when you're like grocery shopping, even like you just have to do it more like little baby steps. So maybe it's going to a dance class and, you know, starting there and feeling that feeling of, of understanding what it feels like to go through the motions of embodiment. So even though there might be like a time when you're really focused on being sensual or there's a time when you're really focused on being a badass at work, yeah. but what I hear you saying, and I also, I, I agree very much with this is that you actually, like I was just giving an academic talk prior to this podcast mm-hmm. and I was trying to explain a point and they said, that was very sexy. I was talking about, you know, how to stop sexually transmitted diseases from a clinical yeah. perspective, what clinicians need to know. But I said, we need to teach our patients to speak to their partners like this. And I just had a conversation and they're like, wow, everybody in the room was like, it's so hot in here. All their lab coats are coming <laughs> off. Like, and I'm like, guys, we're talking about our patients. Exactly. But and there's I, nothing I, wrong with that. You know, there's, it's a beautiful thing. We should all, if we all lived life this way, it would be a much better place. If we all found joy and, and zest in everyday things, we would ultimately have more pleasure and that, that would make the world a much better place. <laughs> Absolutely. And I also hear you saying you can't get from this place of being completely disconnected and non-sensual to having sensuality in your life every day without doing something like you can take baby steps to find the door or, you know, and, 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 and open it, whatever that door could be, whether it's reading or, you know, videos, not watching porn people. That is not, (laughs) (laughs) that is not the key, but, um, but find, you know, finding that door and and making it, what, what you're really saying is making a decision. I yes. want more sensuality in my life and I am committing to this exploration exactly. of how, what will work for me. And it doesn't have to be walking into an adult toy store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just keep exercising it, play with different, different avenues, you know, take different dance classes, take different fitness classes. Check out what's on your Airbnb experience page. Maybe it's photography. It could be anything, just something that is going to have you be embodied with your with your mind, body, and spirit. Absolutely. And like even just listening to music. Some of the classes I teach, I just put on this frequency and it's like a frequency to awaken one of the chakras. And they're like, oh my goodness. Like when we talk about the sacral chakra, like I put on music at a specific frequency to awaken your sacral chakra and people are just sitting there, but they feel more connected. And whether it's me telling them that this music is going to do it or whether the music is actually doing it probably doesn't make that much of a difference. It's the fact that they've made a decision and they're participating in something, trying to connect with their sensual, sexual exactly. side. Exactly. So I'm going to put you on the spot for yes. a second. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say like, hey, sapiosexuals, you know what time it is. It's time for your climax where you get uh-huh. a <laughs> A little something, something to remember about unleashing your inner sensual god or goddess. So 
one explore different areas of movement until one of them connect with you and maybe it's you know maybe it's belly dancing maybe it's pole maybe it's yoga just get out there and walking get out there and move yeah move your body exactly move Move your ass yeah move your ass or your abs or some part of your body that will be involved in Uh a sexual experience at some point in your life yes movement so one movement two two uh awareness like becoming more self-aware aware of your senses so like taste touch smell becoming more aware of that as much as possible like not you know yes when you find that movement that you want to do like do it there but try to like set a reminder and be more intentional with everything that you're doing as much as possible right i absolutely agree three throw out your television absolutely Porn subscriptions. Okay. Yeah, throw that garbage out because you're gonna you're gonna see how much more extra time you have. Absolutely, absolutely. That's great advice. Or <laughs> be okay to make mistakes, and it's okay. It's okay if like you go to a class and you really suck at it. Like I was trying to. I I, I still really suck at pole. Like it it kills me. But I still <laughs> go to it. I'm one day I'm gonna be like a pole dancer. One of these days. <laughs> You're better than me. You know, so I did it, you know, and I, uh-huh. I you know, when I stopped my pole career, yeah. my thing was I just wanted to get to the top. I've never done a pole class since. I was just like, I have to get to the top. But yeah, it, I think just, but not letting that get like, just being okay that it's not going to be perfect. It's not, you're not going to find it in, you know, it, it, it's, it's a constant journey. It's a constant exploration. And that's the point. Like, just keep going, just keep learning and exploring and it, and it won't be perfect each and every time. And that's totally okay. And I'm going to say that's also great advice for sex. Just yes. great advice for sex. Exactly. It's, it's not going to be perfect. You might make yes. mistakes. Learn and it's okay, but you still got to get back up and say, yes. I've made a decision to unleash my sexual side. Yes. And five, go visit Casa Dragoness. And I'm saying that's not like a baby step, though. That's saying, ooh, I'm going to light that fire, right? That's not a baby step to unleashing your sexuality. That's like a fire starter. That's like New Year's resolution stuff, right? Like, yes. go and Come get for that New Year's. Yes. Yes. But what I say, don't, you don't have to wait till New Year's. I'm just saying it's a big, it's not a baby step. It's not like, oh, I'm going to explore that. I think that if you spend enough time with Dragoness, what you'll find is by the time at the end of the experience, you created sort of a foundation to develop your own sensual path. And you've started the walk. You've put one foot in front of the other. So some people, if you're like me, I always need something tangible to say I've started. I've started this. I need like a tangible thing. So this could be your tangible start. um, If you're looking to unleash your sensuality or for people who used to have it, sometimes it dies when, as we go through life and go through life's experiences, we all know not all of life's experiences are positive. And sometimes our sensuality suffers as a result. But if you're looking to either get it started, get it fired up or get it relit, reignited, then Casa Dragoness can do that for you. I had so much fun talking to you today um, about awakening your sensual side. Where do people find you on social media, Dragoness? 
Enter Dragoness. Enter Dragoness, and that's on, on Instagram, Instagram. TikTok. I'm not as active on TikTok, but I will be. It's the future, but mostly, yeah, Instagram. Very okay, active. and you also promote your events and stuff. Yes, like that, right? yes, invitations, right. all the private parties. Yes, and I, you can see, you can see all the what they look like. They're very avant-garde. You can see tons of demos and videos, and there's free belly dancing classes on my Instagram IGTV. You can you can try some free belly dancing classes. Um, in my archives. I did that during the pandemic was like, that's a gift. so awesome. So you yeah. can be at home right now listening yeah. to this or driving home. And then you're like, it's Friday night. I have nothing to do tonight. I definitely need to awaken that sensual side. So next Friday is not exactly the same. And you can go to, you know, you can go to Dragoness's website and take a belly dance class in the privacy of your own home tonight. Yes. tonight. Yes. You do not have to wait. For your daily dose of Nookie knowledge, check me out on all your social media networks. That's Dr. Sanjaya, D-R-S-O-N-J-I-A, on TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn. Come on, baby. What you waiting for? You know you want to link up. I had so much fun talking with you guys and Dragoness about unleashing your inner sensual god or goddess. And I cannot wait to do it again next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to Sex in South Beach, where everyone comes for happier, healthier sex. My Uber driver lost his mind the other day, but he blamed me. He said I smelled so good he became too excited to drive. This man actually pulled over to get himself together. And he refused to drive until I told him the name of my fragrance. Then he bought three bottles before driving again. I know Sen's body oil makes men crazy, but that Uber ride should be free. What's your sense story? SenseBodyOil.com. S-E-N-S-E. BodyOil.com.